Welcome, everybody, to CSCR, Chicago Sports Crunch Radio. This is the show that brings to you the highlights of the sports world and industry. From Major League Baseball to the NBA, NFL, EPL, and so much more. CSCR is here to focus on local sports in the Windy City. From the Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Cubs, and White Sox. We're here to talk sports to the true fans of Chicago. We are live here from Studio One at WCSN, the Windy City Sports Network. This is CSCR, Chicago Sports Crunch Radio. Just like we said, we've come back with the Bears Talk Episode 17. We've been gone since week four of the NFL season. October 24th. I'm Big Nick, guys. Mr. Jackman's with me to my right. What's up, everybody? And uh, we're going to be talking about the debacle of the season that we have going for us right now for the Chicago Bears. We were excited. Preseason came. We were, like, super, uh, like, stoked out for this, and... All of a sudden, look what's going on right now in Chicago. Yeah, we had really high hopes. We went to several of the Bears camps. We're really excited about this season, but uh, it's kind of a letdown, Big Nick. Yep. So we are Chicago Sports Crunch Radio on WCSN, the Windy City Sports Network. We're in Studio One Live tonight, guys, bringing to you guys this uh, Bears recap, Bears talk. We're in week four, one game away from midseason. We're playing the Patriots. On Sunday, yes, and uh, we're three and four, two games back, and leading our division. We're going to week eight, right? Yeah, week eight. Yeah, three and four, man. That is sad, and and, and it's a lot of stuff we're going to talk about. A lot of inconsistencies that I'm seeing in this team. Uh, just very disappointed with a lot of stuff, and there's stuff I've been saying a long time ago with a lot of my friends, and you guys can. Uh, everyone knows what I've been saying for a long time, but uh, it's very. Uh, disheartening to see what's happening right now. And uh, I hope if this continues that some action gets taken immediately, but obviously we'll see what happens. So really quick, guys, before we get into it, I wanted to go over social media and uh, elaborate a little bit on some of the platforms you can catch us on. Uh, Facebook, follow us on Facebook at Windy City One Word, Windy City Sports Network uh, on Facebook. Like us, uh, we do post our shows on Facebook and Twitter. Our Twitter account is at WCSN, the number three, Follow us on that as well, too, so you can, uh, uh, we do live tweets sometimes, post some things on Facebook, and we put our shows on Facebook and Twitter as well, too, so you can listen to us. Uh, platforms you can listen to us on separate, that is not social media, uh, SoundCloud, that's our original platform, so you can join SoundCloud and listen to us on that as well. Uh, we are also on TuneIn Radio, Stitcher Radio, and iTunes Radio, if you listen to us on iTunes huge benefit to us please upper right hand button it's a purple button press subscribe that would be huge and uh if you can comment and rate us on that as well too 
um, that would be a, a huge plus for us. If you guys have any question, comments, or concerns, you guys can leave comments either on our Facebook, our Twitter account, iTunes, any of the social uh, or the media platforms, or email us at windycitysportsnetwork at gmail.com. Um, becoming a pro at that, man. At what? At, at doing all the social media stuff like that. You got a lot of practice. You're very yeah, good at it. I don't it. have to like. I used to have to write this down and listen to it. Now it's like top of my head. It's in it's your head stuff. now. Um, all right. So uh, Bears three and four, man. Two games back in the division, looking really rough so far. Um, I mean, I don't even know what to say. I, I mean, I think we have discussed on, on some of our shows about the defensive play and the defensive line play and some of the players as well, too. I mean, I, I don't even know where to begin on this. I, I mean, I just, I, I guess where I, I, we can, I, I guess, drop the question is, what do you think is the number one reason why we're three and four? And who is fault for it? I guess that's where we can start. Well, I don't like if to... If you have to blame a certain somebody. Yeah, I don't like to just pin it all on one guy because I think there's multiple problems going here. But I can tell you one thing. All the four losses we have uh, lost, we let on turnovers. That's a number you don't want to be a leading figure on. Yeah. So I know turnovers are definitely a no-no. It's like uh, 85 90% when you lose a turnover battle in the NFL because the teams are so close and they're so competitive... You're not going to win the game. So I'm trying to bring something up really quick. But um, this is all right. So uh, we were with you guys as of week three. So we uh, left the show, the last show. And and again, sorry, guys. And and thanks for being patient with us uh, for the guys who listen to the Bears talk that we do. Um, We just uh, went on a month hiatus. Uh, We had some stuff come up and uh, we're back and re-energized again. So we'll be back there. Uh, and we'll be trying to do these at least weekly as much as we can. Uh, if we miss a week, we're not disappearing. We'll be back. Uh, we're just uh, either too upset like a normal Chicagoan would be after a loss, and we don't want to come back and talk about it, right? Right. Uh, so we we lost the Bills opening game, and that was uh, an upsetting loss. And uh, That was a game we should have won. We should have. And, uh, and, again, you were looking at the turnovers earlier. How many was that? Well, the – the Bills the Bear- had three. Or no, the Bears the Bear- had three. Bears had three, and Buffalo had one. That's minus two. Yep, and yeah. I mean, we lost by three points. So that yeah. that's right there. So then we come back. And they got a quarterback, the Bills. He's not even starting now. Yeah. Well, actually, Emmanuel. Yeah. He's, they, got, they got our former uh, Bear. Uh, Kyle. Yeah. Yep, Kyle Orton. Kyle Orton starting now. So, and they got him. He almost retired. Remember in the offseason? He almost retired, and they brought him back. Yeah. Okay. So uh, then we played the 49ers, and we actually looked good, which shocked me. Yeah, we made a good comeback there. Yeah, I was really surprised. And, and I mean, Jay played great under pressure in that game. Yeah, and then I was optimistic. I was like, okay, we're starting to see some good momentum here. Then we play the Jets, and we looked really good. Yeah, we looked good against the Jets And I'm also. like, okay, I can see us possibly going somewhere. Now, if we beat the Packers, we got momentum going for us, and what we thought might be a good season is coming to fruition. Right, and, and at that time, Packers weren't looking too good. At they all. They lost to Detroit, and they they were looking down, and we, they were like, this is a good time. We're going to get them now. We're yeah. at home. After Rodgers said that whole thing, remember, relax. The relax. I got five words or five letters for you, R-E-L-A-X, whatever. You know, it almost sounded like a skit from Saturday Night yeah. Live, you know? <laughs> but uh, but after that point, after that relax statement, they've been on a roll. Yeah, and, and then we get blown out by the Packers 38-17, and that was... 
pretty disheartening, especially when you're playing your your rival. Uh, you know, on the first half, we were score for score was the Packers. Yep, they just let it go after that. So that was disheartening there. And then again, I, I was I was still a little optimistic. I'm like, okay, it's the Packers. We're two and two now. Uh, then we play the Panthers, and that's a game we should have won. We should have won that game. And we were up by what? 14? 14 points. And we lose 31 to 24. Yes. And and that game, I think, is when all of what we saw against the Bills, of what we saw against the Packers, and what we sort of knew into preseason with defense, all came to like our. It just all flashed in front of me when I was watching that Panthers game. And uh, that was really uh, upsetting. So I was just like, you know what? At that point, after week five, I think that's when I got nailed in my head that this team is really inconsistent. And I just didn't know what Bears team to expect when we see a game now. Right. You know, against the Panthers, uh, uh, what's his name? Newton was hobbled. He was hobbled. He couldn't move out of the pocket. You know the guy couldn't run because normally Cam Newton's a very explosive runner. Yeah. He was hobbled. Third, third uh, Third quarter, start of the half, comes out. And he throws like Peyton Manning. He's marching down the field. You know, it's he, like he looked like a stud, man. Yeah, yeah. And it's like you know, this guy can't run. You could maybe dial up some blitzes on him, uh, get in. He can't run out. He's kind of one dimensional now, and they still couldn't stop him. That that was disheartening to say the least. Yeah. And then we then we go then we go play the Falcons. Right. And then we come back and we look even better than when we played the Jets. Yeah. That then, was, I think, the best-looking game. And then that's when I was like, all right, we really don't know the Bears team that we're going to see now. And and it's like too inconsistent. We're losing to the Bills. We're beating the Niners. Then we're, we're, we're losing to the Packers, which is a good team, so I'm not saying anything, but whatever the case is. And, and then all of a sudden we beat the Falcons, which, again, I, and I told you this before, and I'm actually pretty shocked that the Falcons are only 2-5. and five. Yeah, because they their team is pretty stacked for, and it's just bad luck that they're losing. Offensively, whatever. yes. Yeah, and in uh, the Bears were they were at Atlanta for that game. Yeah, and Atlanta is usually a good, very good home team. Yep, and uh, they have tons of receivers. So I mean, I thought that they were just going to go pass happy on us and just knock us out. But but they, our they line didn't. got to uh, Matt Ryan. Yeah, our line got to him. So then we go to the Dolphins, which should have been an easy win, like the Bills. And we we lose, yeah. And it's like you you just got to be kidding me right now. I'm like we're losing to teams like the Bills and the Dolphins. Yeah, I don't think the Dolphins are they're a decent team. But yeah, they should have they should have Bears should have beat them at home. Exactly, the team we have and the amount of money we're paying some of these players, we should not be losing to the Miami Dolphins. No, especially in Chicago. Exactly. So right. and that's that to me. I'm be honest with you. I mean, looking at the trend. Uh, I would say we're going to beat the Patriots then now. Right. That's what it looks like. It It looks like we're losing all these sucky teams, and then we're beating all these powerhouses. It does look like that. I mean, except for the Packers, who beat us. I mean, uh, that's what it looks like right now. So, I mean, you really can't, and you don't know what's going on now. You know, and against the Bears-Miami game, I want to reiterate, the Bears had three turnovers. Miami had none. None. Yeah. And you know what? I was rewatching some of that game again, and the Bears in the first half, Really couldn't do nothing. They were down 14-0. Third quarter, they come out, they run the ball. Something that you don't see the Bears do this season. They run, they run, they run a forte. They go back, they got like an eight-minute drive, and they score. Now we're only down 14-7. Okay, Miami gets the ball back. Guess what they do? They march down the field and score a touchdown, 21-7. We get the ball back. 
what's his name? The muscle guy on the line, Cameron Wake, sacks uh, Cutler and gets a turnover, strips the ball out of his hand. And the Bears are, you know, the Miami's got the ball at the own Bears, like, 20-yard line. That pretty much sealed it, 21-7, you know, at that point. So I, I, I'm i going to try to answer this question, and I've known this three years ago, but um, I, I'm not a huge fan of this, guys. If, if I have to put the blame on one single person, I'm going to put it on two people. I mean, you can sit here and go high offices as well, too, and start talking about Emery being the blame for this which can be said or whatever the case is. But ultimately, the main theme we're seeing right now that is making us lose games is turnovers, and we're inconsistent. Yeah, you know, our defense is not that good either. So in a close that's, game, in a tight game, the turnovers, yeah, right. Yeah, that's part of the inconsistency. Yes, defense okay. not that good. So the number one person I have to blame is Jay Cutler. And part of the inconsistency is, and Ditka spoke about this recently, is – and I know Levi, who's not with us today, the mouth of the Midwest, had stated in the past about permanent captaincies. And apparently the Bears have been giving each week a different person a captain. You cannot be a consistent team without a leader that will lead the team. So that's Tressman's fault for not placing a captain that will be your person that no matter if you win, no matter if you lose, no matter if that captain performs well, or no matter if that captain doesn't perform well, goes in that locker room or on that field and drives and motivates and leads the team to success. And when you have like captains that change every game, that's complete nonsense. That's BS. And this dude needs to start learning how to be a coach in the NFL because th- we're going to continue to see these inconsistencies until we get captains that can lead the team. And to be honest with you right now, I think it's too late. Because even if you sit there and put a captaincy on B. Marshall or whoever, it's too late. These guys are not going to see that, especially these young guys. It's something that should have been established in the beginning of the season, and that should have went through. That's number one. Number two, Jay Cutler, he's not a leader. And I said that three years ago. I was not a fan of his. When they re-signed him for all this big money, I thought it was a complete waste of, of money. The guy's, okay, the guy is a good quarterback. He's talented. And he's going to be the best quarterback that the Bears have ever seen. But that's nothing to tout on. We've never really had a quarterback. No. You compare this guy with other quarterbacks, he can't even pick up their jock strap and being a mature leader. Period, man. I wouldn't say all that, but he he hasn't played up to his potential. His if you look at his stats, they're not too bad. He's uh, through fourteen touchdowns, seven interceptions. Yeah, but he, by he, by looking at it, you say, well, that's not terrible. You know, okay. So I understand that, but right. then he he can't think straight because he always makes those splits and decisions to to throw an interception. Yeah, turnovers. I mean, seven is too many in there. Okay, too that, many that is, because he, he yeah. can't think straight. But two, he can't even lead his team. Where is he when we're losing to the Packers, when we're losing to the Panthers, when we're losing to the Dolphins? Why does it have to take, and believe me, I'm on B. Marshall's side. I don't even think he should have came out to the media and even told the media that this wasn't a rant and it's bullshit that the media's putting out. That You know what? Well, it was, it was a rant. But, he, but, 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 but the okay. team needed that. Yeah, I think he needed a kick in the ass. And he was the only leader... In my opinion, that stepped up to say something, and honestly, that should have been Jay Cutler. With the amount of money he gets paid and what he does, he, Jay he's Cutler not that type sh- of person. Then you know what? We don't need him on our team. 
Well, then go so yeah. you're the guy who's I would like to have it. a quarterback to be a leader and a vocal guy. Me. Yeah. But he's he's the guy who should be stepping up. I mean, B. Marshall, yes, you're a great receiver and he shouldn't. You know what? I thank B. Marshall for stepping up and saying that. I think the team needed that. He, he, dude, he should. I literally, I would have been on his side. I would have been giving him a standing ovation if I was next to him. Now, I don't know exactly what was said. I don't know how harsh it was. Honestly, but they I needed don't even some kind of Yeah, they needed some kind of kick, some kind of jump start. If Maybe this can jump start them and beat the hope, Patriots. Hopefully. Yeah, we'll we're see. hoping. But I, I just feel that right now, Jay Cutler is not the leader the Bears need, and especially on your offense. He, he's just not that type of guy. He won't speak up. He's no, he isn't of, that type of guy. He keeps to himself, and he's in my opinion, guy. he seems like a guy that comes in, collects a paycheck, and goes home. He is not interested in trying to win a championship. You never hear him say words like, I want to win a championship, I want to win a Super Bowl. You never hear him say stuff like that. In my opinion, Jay Cutler can retire in seven more years, or eight more years, and he will be completely okay with it if he never won a Super Bowl. When you have other quarterbacks that say day in and day out, my main goal is I want to retire and I want to have Super Bowls under my ring. That's my goal. I want to play hard every single day so I can win the Super Bowl. You never hear those words out of Jay Cutler. I mean, you don't see the type of fire. Maybe that's just the way he is. But he you don't have see the, fire. I don't the see the type it at all. of fire as you would see in a Tom Brady who we're going to face this Sunday, a Peyton Manning, a Drew Brees, Andrew Luck. Yeah, I mean the guy is a, almost a rookie. I like still. Andrew Luck. Yeah, and I mean yeah. he has. He's yeah. he's more of a leader than Jay Cutler has in his pinky finger. Yeah, I like Andrew Luck. Like I can sit yeah. here and name quarterbacks. All Aaron Rodgers, you great. Know, sometimes, great. yeah, Aaron Rodgers, great. Yeah, sometimes in 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 sports, when you're an athlete, if you like it or you don't, depending on the position you're put in, you're a leader. Yeah, but by def- by the role of quarterbacking, you got to be a leader. And and on top of it, you're going to look at your stats. You're leading the team in a lot of stats. Well, well, he he did acknowledge some of that. I heard him on the radio saying that, yeah, I got the ball all the time. I'm you know I'm the one. So he sort of acknowledged that that I'm going to have to play part of that leadership role. Yeah, but I, but he doesn't really doesn't at all. He doesn't. I don't know. And it, it, to me, it seems like he doesn't want it. He doesn't want it. He he is not a guy that's out there that wants to take it. He's just like, I, hey, Sunday I have to go to work and that's it. I lose, I lose. I win, I win. He has that. I don't care Hollywood. I know he has that personality. Because he's I know. married to this 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 Los no, Angeles actress. No, I don't actress. just. I don't just think it's that. I think he was always sort of like that. Yeah. I mean, some people show more emotion than others. Like, I don't look think, at a Mike Ditka, Mike Singletary. You see their emotions. Yeah, Jim Harbaugh. I don't on the think field. his mentality fits in Chicago. Period. I don't think his attitude and his personality fits in the city. And I've said that since three years ago after his first full season with this, with this team. I didn't think he had it. And then when they signed him for that big money, I thought that was a waste of money that we dedicated and promised so much money to a quarterback that is not a proven leader. I, I just don't see it. I, I, I don't know what else to say. I mean, right. for Christ's sake, you probably have the number one or two best receiving core in the NFL. Yeah, we got great receivers. Stop throwing interceptions, man. Get a brain. You have possibly, and this is the next one I'm going to go to that's blame, you possibly have the best quarterback coach in the NFL, and you're making decisions like that? I know. So two person to blame is Tressman. I've said since the beginning, the moment they gave him the job, he is no better than a, a, a good offensive coordinator. He is the best quarterback coach. He does not belong in the NFL as a head coach. He does not. He himself does not have the leadership capabilities to be a head coach and make the right decisions. Just like they say, the fish, the fish rots from the head down. 
you also lead by example. And if your leader doesn't lead the way you want to lead, then your people ain't going to follow them. So you've got a coach that's not leading by example right now because he doesn't do any of this stuff. You don't see Tressman have any sort of emotion. Well, And honestly, when he answers these questions after media and stuff, he looks like he's like... Honestly, I don't know if him and Phil Jackson were smoking pot somewhere, and then he came out and started talking. <laughs> he, he had no clue. Like It's like he's lost every time. He says a lot of big words. He says a lot of words, but it's it doesn't really mean a whole lot. I mean, I, I think the, the guy's Ditka. intelligent. I think Trestman's intelligent. But I know what you're saying, Big Nick. I would like to see a coach with a little more passion, a little more fire, a little more strict with his players. Especially I think in he's, Chicago. Yeah, I think he's a little easy on these guys. I, I think mean, these just guys think about don't, it. I think these guys are a little easy, you know. Think if Mike Ditka was our oh, again, I know I'm going back to 85 yeah. Bears. Just yeah, right. think Mike Ditka would have flipped that media table over and started throwing chairs like Bobby Knight all over the media room if this was happening to us. Or team. even like a Jim Harbaugh or somebody, a modern yeah. guy who's who's tougher, you and know. And actually there are rumors that Jim Harbaugh's having a bad time in 49ers and some of the players don't want him there now. There is rumors. And I yeah. hope that happens cuz then if that's the case then get rid of Tressman and bring Jimmy back in to Chicago because I'd love to have Jimmy back here. He's a great coach. I, I would have loved I mean, Ron Rivera. Yeah, another intensity guy coach that can. Uh, I, 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 I don't know. I think Tressman's intelligent, but I think he might have been a little too nice with these guys he, and not just taking that, advantage of. He them. doesn't belong as a head coach. He's not a head coach, and we said this before. I think he's the reason why Mel Tucker has his job. He saved Mel Tucker's job, and Mel Tucker should have been fired yet last year. Not all his assistant coaches underneath Mel Tucker, right, but right. all his coaches and Mel Tucker should have been fired. And Tressman saved Mel Tucker's job. I don't know why, I, and I don't know why even Emery allowed it. But the bottom line is, you're going to sit here and tell me who are the two people that are to blame right now. Number one is Jay Cutler. Number two is Mark Tressman, the both of them. Because they just need to lead this team. Regardless of if you want to or not, one, hello, you're the head coach, buddy. I'm sorry. You're the guy who signed it. That means that you need to lead this team. And if this team is performing the way they're doing, if the fans are seeing this, and I'm not considering myself part of media because I'm not a media. Uh, we don't go into the locker rooms and all this stuff or, or try to, to advertise or say some of the hot like uh, hot news that's out there. I mean, we're, we're, we're true fans that watch this game and see it. If the fans see it, then obviously someone else has got to see it. Yeah, you know, the last game against the Dolphins, when the Bears were down, I didn't see that sense of urgency, like, shit, we're down 14-0. They're just kind of running their route, you know, playing. There, there was no hurry-up offense. Yeah. There was no a tempo change quick. And, I mean, it was just like, dude, come on, we're losing 14-0. Come and, on. And I people, mean, they did, yes. people listen to the show that I work with, so they know how I work. If I was the head coach of the Chicago Bears, I probably would have a stroke and be in the hospital right now. Yeah, I would be. You, they probably would have kicked me out of NFL. I would have been smacking. I would have been ripping players' helmets off their heads. I just, I don't. I mean, honestly, I and I can go into the next step of what I want to go into with with Jared Allen and the big money that we're paying him in Houston. Yeah, he, Jared I mean, Allen. I would have been much. all up in Jared Allen's grill right now. I mean, I would have got so personal with that guy. I would have been like, dude, you came here for three years and took the money to not perform, and you're going to sit here on your retirement run? Like, you better start stepping up, or, you know, I'm going to do whatever I can to get you out of town. Because if you don't want to come into work every single day, then don't be here. Don't waste my time. I didn't sp- sit here and spend all these millions of dollars to bring you in here to have an elite off- yeah, defensive line. We defend... We- 
Yeah, it's we a, expected more out of the guy. I mean, there's no doubt about and it. And I said it during preseason. Remember? Yeah, the guy wasn't putting an ounce of effort. Yeah, you in did any mention play. that. He was lollygagging, walking, wasn't running. What the guy had no heart in camp, no heart. And I see it right now in the season, no heart. One guy on that defensive line has heart right now. Well, Radliff played well last he, week. One, Willie one Young, game. Willie Young, man, gone Willie fishing. Young. That's the only guy that has anything. He has motivation. Pius played nice a couple he's games. He's consistent too. this year yeah, so far, and yeah. I'll give him credit because I'm not a yeah. fan of his. But he's been consistent. Radliff, right. his first good game was last week. That's it. But right. I mean, Houston. No, I think he played decent in a couple other games. Houston garbage. Allen, garbage. And these are two key guys that were free agent pickups. Two key signings. That we brought We had in. high hopes for. Exactly. And then the one guy that we thought wasn't even going to be getting playing time, Willie Young, is our star guy. Because why? He has heart. He has passion. And every single play, that guy hustles like it's the he last play. He plays with some motor. Every you, single game. You can see it. It's evident when you watch it. The guy plays hard. Yep. So, again, the news is out now that they said that they're going to reduce Jared Allen's time. Do I like that? I don't know. That's good that they're reducing his time because it's going to be less of a fuck-up for him to be on the field to fuck up for us. But here's the bottom line. I'm paying this guy so much money. Well, Perform or get out of town. I don't want this guy sitting on my bench making $55 million or whatever he's making a year. Get out of town, dude. Don't sit on my bench. I don't need to be paying a guy millions of dollars to sit on my bench. And that's another Trestman decision. Like, why isn't this guy or Emery sitting down with Jared Allen telling him, bro, listen, we're in a week eight. I can wait so much more. I can't keep paying you millions of dollars. And I know there's rules, and if we waive them, we get cut with a salary or whatever the case is. But, I but mean, the NFL is different than the NBA. It is. It's, it's not, it's not, it's not guaranteed. No, I mean, you can, you can. I think some of it's guaranteed. Some of it is guaranteed. Not all of it. I bet you all of it isn't. Some of it may be, but it's not like the NBA. They can cut guys. Yeah, so yeah. I, I, I just, I, mean, you know, I, I don't think, I don't know. I mean, that, that's the way I see it. But, I mean, Allen and, and, and Houston, and here's another one. And, and this was, and I really, truly believe this, uh, Brian Nurlocker complimented Lance Briggs. Not just complimented him, but also carried out competition between the both of them. And I think that they continually, every game they went out there, tried to better each other. Now you lost uh, Brian Urlacher, and I know he was old, whatever. He's, well, I wouldn't say old, but at least got to the time where his time was up. But I, I don't see it in Briggs either. No. And, and, and honestly, it's because he has no competition, and he's got all these rookie linebackers. And, and again, here's the other thing that upsets me with Briggs. If you've been in the league for that long, why aren't you being that leader to at least lead these guys? And he's not even doing that. He said he walked out when uh, Marshall was going crazy in the locker room. Exactly. He just walked out. So in my opinion right now, you've got a team full of people that don't want to be leaders. And you just eliminated all your leaders. And you got Jay Cutler. B. Marshall is the only one who stepped up. That's it. Yeah. And you know what? Thank God that he did. And I know he doesn't listen to us, but if he ever did listen to us, I'm so glad this guy stepped up and did that. But you know what? It's going to be unfortunate because it, uh, it, it's going to happen where he probably won't be around town anymore for a long time. And they're probably going to start blaming him for, oh, why the locker room's all messed up. And that's bullshit because you know what? He's the only guy that stepped up to tell these people that, hey, it sucks. And that should have been Trestman's job. Tressman should have been the one that's going on a rant in the locker room, going off on these guys. But instead, he's going to go in his office with his with his nice little black glasses and sit down and <laughs> sip tea and God knows what he does and look at a dictionary for the words he's going to pop out and then go to a press conference like he's calm as there's no tomorrow. And well, that's his demeanor. I mean, 
But I know this team needs a kick. It needs a kick in ass. We're three and four right now. We're gonna go play the Patriots at Foxborough. They don't lose much over there. If this is a crossroad game for the Bears, in my opinion, I know it's only week eight. But if we go three and five, there's a big difference between three and five and four and four. You already got the Packers and the the surprising Lions. I heard earlier this year when I was listening about the Lions. Uh, somebody from Detroit said they're going to go 7-9. and nine. I'm like, damn, dude, you're from Detroit, and that's how you think they're going to go? But anyways, they're, they're, these two teams are 5-2. and two. The Bears go 3-5, and five, and then after the bye week, they got Green Bay. It doesn't look good. They got to find some way how to beat uh, Patriots, and they got to get pressure up the middle like they did last week with Ratliff. They got to get Tom Brady off his game. He's not a mobile quarterback. He doesn't move around much. They got to pressure him. They got to make him uncomfortable. They got to maybe force a turnovers or two. If they lose a turnover. If the Bears commit turnovers, you can forget about being the Patriots. Yeah, it's done. Forget about that yeah. game. Especially with Tom Brady. He ha- he has a garbage team. And Tom Brady will, will find. And look at They're 5-2. and two. Right. Their gar- team is not even that strong. They're no. Gu- I wouldn't Patri- say a garbage team. But, but they're, they're not a team. They're not the team like they were. He has no one there. And, he has and, the look, Gronk. and look what he's doing to the team. I know. You know what? I, I was almost one of those people counting them out after that debacle Me in too. Kansas City. Yep. They, they didn't look like they can stretch the field. Nope. They didn't. They don't have too many star receivers. They got those two little white guys, in, uh, Amendola listen, and Edelman. Yeah, but it, 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 listen, the Patriots have one of the greatest coaches. Yeah, he's the greatest mind, Belichick. And Brady is a leader. That's something that we lack, and I wish Jay Cutler had announced Now, when you talk about elite quarterbacks, Tom Brady is an elite quarterback. Right there, all the time, man. Yeah. So, after that, I mean, you know, I'm sure there was some ass kicking in their locker room after that loss. But uh, here's the thing. Who do you think was the first guy to step up and kick their ass? Probably Belichick or Brady. Belichick first, then Brady. (laughs) Thank you. And you know how Belichick is. And here's the thing. Belichick is calm when you see him. Yeah, but I bet you he... That guy is probably Bobby Knight part two in the locker room. Once the door I closes. wouldn't be surprised. And that's the way you deal with it. You don't show the public. You just go close that door and just light up all these players in that room. That's yeah. it. I mean, and that's, that's what we need. But yeah. I, I, I don't know. I just Right now, I mean, you're looking at the schedule. You got the Patriots and the Packers. Look rough. I mean, if we lose those two games, and then you got the Viking and the Bucks. If the Bears lose to the Vikings and the Bucks, I give up this whole entire season. Well, you, if they I'm lose done. the next two games, you can forget about it. Three no, and six. I'm not even saying that. I'm saying if they lose to the Vikings, the Bucks, I ain't watching another game in the season until Emery or someone up in the higher echelon decides to get rid of Tressman and get rid of Jay Cutler and get him out of here. Because these guys will never go anywhere. Like, seriously, what are you going to do to Jay Cutler to improve him? Like, what can you tell the guy? Oh, okay, Jay, you know, what are you going to complain about? You need better receivers? Okay, I'll get you better receivers. You already have better receivers. He's got one of the best. Okay, I'll get you a better running back. You don't He's use one best. of the best run- running backs in the NFL, and Tressman doesn't even use them. Well, he uses them, but he doesn't run them much. Yeah, he uses no them in a short game. passing game. Oh, I'll get you a tight end. You already have a great tight end. He's got the players. There's nothing. And the line is pretty good now. And that's what I... Okay, bright spot. I'm going to stop my rant finally. Bright spot. Offensive line, man. Even with the injuries, they look solid. They're pretty good. Solid. They, it, they look a little less than last year, 
but I, I still think but they're solid. But they still look good. And Long, even with all, and it's not just because I love this guy, even with all the shit that's going on, Long is still proving to be one of the top leaders on that offensive line. Yeah, he's solid. No so, doubt about that. I mean, this offensive line is my bright spot of this team. I'm happy with the way that it's going through. They're doing a great job up front, even with all those injuries. I think De La Puente is doing fantastic at the center position, filling in for Garza. Yeah. I just think everyone is filling in. It's an amazing job that they're doing up front. And I right, hope when he, when he did fill in, Garza's yeah. back now. I, I think that it, it, it's just awesome, and it's good to know that you've got guys on the bench that can help cover out. Um, again, back to my rant. Why are they not running the ball? And why is Forte not being used? Well, he is being used in the passing game, but not in the running game. If you look at the rushing plays percentage-wise, the Bears are wow, 27th you're, you in attempts. you got a lot of time, man. You just like dig into this stuff. I do, man. I like to present right, anyways, some of let's this. Let's go. What is this? Okay. Team rushing by a play percentage. Okay. All right. The Bears are 27th. And what's the they percentage? Only, they only run the ball 38% of the time. And you've got one of the top running backs in the league. Right. And you picked up a rookie running who's back. Num- who's number one? Number one's the Texans. But number two is close behind them is Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys only lost once well, this that's, year. Yeah, because you got Murray and he's running amok on the whole NFL right now. Right. You got the Browns as number three and you got the Chiefs number four. Seattle, number five, Giants, number six, and San Fran, number seven. Yeah. I, you know I, what? It, it, it'll limit the mistakes, Cutler throws. It'll you know, spread the field out, like you were saying. It will, because it'll draw. When you, when, you, when you keep running the ball, the safeties and the linebackers, they're going to come up more. They're going to be, then that's when you do your play action. They're going to be looking for the run. You're going to draw the players closer, the defensive players closer. You do your play action, you got one-on-one on the outside with Alshon or Brandon. There you go. Yeah. But you got to run the ball a little bit. You got to make these guys fear the run. You can't just, and I know, I know, let's say Forte is involved. He is involved in the passing game, but they still come out of passing sets and usually as a checkdown receiver. I want them to physically run the ball. I want the offensive linemen to get their weight forward, to pound these other guys, pound the defensive guys back, push them back. And the offensive linemen, they love to run the ball. They love to, They don't want to always go on their back foot. They want to go forward. They want to knock down the guy in front of them. It demoralizes a team. When you're up and you're running the ball and you kill the clock, that's what the good teams do. You know, instead they're just pass happy. They're too pass happy. I know Tressman. You like to pass. He falls in love with the pass at times. You got a good quarterback in Cutler. I know he's not playing up to the potential, but he he is. I think a above average quarterback. Even Peyton Manning, who's an elite passer, he'll run the ball. Exactly. Every single elite quarterback. Name me one quarterback that's elite that never ran the ball. No, they know they got to count on Why? Because you have a good coach behind you, and that coach understands the game and that you have to run the ball to spread it out. If you're an offense that always throws, then you're going to get stopped. I know. You know, when you're always passing the ball and then you do a play action, what is that? They know you're not running it anyways. They're not going to bite on that play action. You need to get some semblance of balance, in my opinion. I've been watching football a long time. Usually the balance teams are the teams that go to the Super Bowl. I just started watching football last year. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just saying, dude, I mean, I would like to see him run the ball more. Even I would like to see a little Kadeem Carey in there. I know Forte, you know, he's our he's our guy, but just mix it up a little yeah, bit. If Get you run that bit. much, yeah, you can put him in. Yeah, put a little Kadeem Carey in there. He, he's a good he looks back. like a good cutter, too, the couple times they put him out there. I like him. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so um, that's that's the rant. I mean, how uh, we're playing the Patriots. What do you think we got to do for the Patriots? Well, first, who do you think is going to win? Uh, I'm not really sure. 
I, it's hard for me to say the Bears are going to beat the Patriots in Foxborough. But I think it's do or die for the Bears. So, I don't know. I think the Patriots are going to win, but I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm going to go with the Bears because I think it's do or die. I think they're the more desperate team. And uh, I think maybe that that uh, Brandon lit up some fire in the locker room with his speech there. I don't think he did. I think he pissed more people off. Well, That's my personal opinion. I hope he pissed them off to play better. No, I think he pissed them off to the point like what Briggs did. And I think you're going to see this team more demoralized out there. And it's wrong. I think they're taking this whole rant. Or not even, I'm not even going to call it rant. Yeah, whatever, speed, whatever. Yeah, whatever whatever he did, I think that this team is going to take it wrong. And that's wrong. I hope not. I hope not, but I think that's what's going to happen. I mean, if we break down some of the stats, the Patriots in passing yardage, they're number 15. So they're they're like mid-pack. They're not the Patriots of 07 with Randy Moss when Brady was scoring 40, 50 points a game. All right? Their rushing yardage, they're 20th in the league. Uh, they got uh, Brock Vereen's brother, Shane Vereen. He's their main running back. Ridley got hurt. Yeah, They're 20th in the league at 103 yards a carry. So nothing spectacular there. Okay, against the pass, they rank number one. They only allow two hundred. The Patriots? Yes, Oof. they only allow two hundred and eight yards a game. That's now, Tressman's nightmare, right? Because he likes to pass. Now against the run, they're twenty fourth in the league. Not so good. But we don't run the ball. Well, we're going to have to in this game. <laughs> we'll see if Tressman's that smart. I think he is. Well, I think Tressman's smart. He hasn't but shown he just that to me. A, well, they show the Bears have shown spurts of greatness, but like you said, the key word is inconsistency. They haven't kept it up. Now, let's go on the Chicago Bears. They're passing yards. Uh, they're ranking number 13, no, number 10th at 254 yards a game average. Not bad in the upper enchilada, but we should be how many attempts we pass. Mm-hmm. They're rushing uh, yardage. They're 25th in the league. No surprise there. They only average not even 100 yards a game, 95.3 yards a game. Against the pass, we were a 20th. Not so good, 247 yards a game. And against the run, we ranked 13th, 108 yards a game. So not terrible, but we, our defense is not a strong suit anyways. So Yeah. I, I, the way I see it is I think the Patriots, I think it's going to be a close game, uh, but I think the Patriots are going to end up taking it. Yeah, I think the Bears are going to come out with some fire. Like I said, their backs are to the wall. Patriots they're are too much four. veterans, man, and you got a, a great quarterback. That and I they're think. at home, yep. and they got a great coach. <clears throat> and then I think, I, I honestly think that the next two games are going down as a loss. I think the Patriots and the Packers we lose to, and I really pray to God that we beat the Vikings and the Buccaneers at home. Yeah, I know, but if we lose the next two games, three and six, I don't see us making the playoffs. I Well, right now I'm not even concerned about that. I think right now at this point, uh, we need whatever. Emory needs to start looking at next year and see what he's got to do. I mean, I know it's too early to say that, three and four, but... Yeah, I mean... I mean, seriously, think about this. This next game is going to tell us. So you win against the Patriots in the pack, right? Okay. And you make the playoffs. With what we've seen this year, do you feel confident we'll even go anywhere in the playoffs? No. That's the whole... No. You you have to. There's a lot of holes on this team. Yeah, what I've been seeing and what they're showing me... I don't even want to see them in the playoffs because all you're going to do is get disappointed. I know. And look, we haven't discussed too much about their special teams, but that's that's not a strong seat. That's, you know, and that used to be our strong suit for the Bears. Yeah. They regressed. Special teams used to win us games. Right. Sometimes three games in one season, four games in one season. Right. I mean, we couldn't even figure out a returner. You had Sonoris Perry in there for a while. Now you got got Holmes. 
now you got Chris, uh, little Chris Williams, yeah. who who shows some semblance of being an actual returner. He's decent, but he's nothing like we had, and the blocking is not there. I mean, it's just it's just a lot of holes on this team. Special teams, defensively and offensively, last year we scored twenty eight points a game. Yeah, this year we're at like a lot less than that. Yeah. Uh, it's I, I just right now I I don't know I, I mean I guess we're gonna have to wait and see and what happens again I've said that this is an inconsistent team and that means that we we beat the best teams and lose to the worst um, but I, I, we'll see what happens I'm not really optimistic right now especially uh, against the Patriots if this team is like normal Bears teams even when we have bad seasons we come through and we beat the pack who knows if we can come through and pull a win out against the Patriots and then against the pack that's not too bad. I don't think that's that bad because then you're going against the Vikings and the Bucks. But again, with what we're seeing, too much inconsistency. Way too much inconsistencies. Yeah. See, this year we're only averaging 22 points a game. We came back five with, point drop. Right. We came back with the same offense. We had such high hopes. Second year in the system. Second year with the coach. And you know what? What do you think, Big Nick? Some, some. I hear some rumblings that uh, the teams are preparing. They they figured out Trustman's way and they know what we're doing, so they're preparing better for us, and that's part of the problem we're having offensively. I mean, it might they know he's passing. The thing is, he's not changing up his his, his scheme. Right, and you you know what else the teams are doing now? They're dropping back in sort of like a deep zone, and when you're in a zone, you look at the quarterback, so they can sort of key in instead of playing versus man to man where you're back to the quarterback. Yeah, and if they know he's going to throw it, that's why we're getting so many turnovers not, as well. Not just that, they're they're latching into Cutler's eyes. They say Cutler kind of kind of he predicts, gives it away. Yeah, he kind of gives it away, and they're playing the zone. And they're making the Bears dink and dunk down the field, 80-yard drives. They're, they're taking away the big stuff. And they're saying, you know what? At one of these plays, we're going to get a pick off a of Cutler. Because you're going to have to make so many completions. Until eventually you turn it over. Right. Until you, Yeah, right. To score a touchdown. Eventually they're thinking, we're going to get them one of these plays. And they're playing zone. So that's what a lot of teams are doing now to the Bears, unfortunately. Yeah. So, so we we got to, you know, it's like playing chess. When someone comes at you with a strategy, you got to come at you with a different strategy to counteract that. All right, here's the main question of the day. Um, next year, if you think if they get rid of Jim uh, Harbaugh, would you go for him? I would. I like Jim Harbaugh. But I, I don't like to talk about people's jobs and stuff like that. I'm, I don't like doing that. Um, Let's see how this year goes out. Let's give Trustman a fair chance. Would you, I, 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 already, I mean, I mean, I know, but let's let's give him. A, I did a long time ago, and never, it still doesn't work. Let's see, out. let's see how um, we end up in this season. If Rex Ryan gets let go by the Jets, which may happen, what would you get Rex Ryan here and bring a buddy Ryan son back? Ryan? Uh-oh. Yeah, 1985, the Ryan family the back Ryan in family town. Back in town, yeah. And He's what if, having problems and what in New if, York right now. Yeah, and what if he brought his brother from New Orleans over to, to be his defensive coordinator? <laughs> That'd be fun. <laughs> the two Ryans at the helm, huh? If Ditka had a, co- a, a son that was a coach too and then bring his son as his offensive coordinator? Man, you're going back this in town time. This town would go nuts, man. I know, but... Think about it. You you could bring back Ditka and Ryan and have him sit on the skybox somewhere as we're going into the Super Bowl. And they were the last guy. You know what I mean? That would be pretty uh, intriguing. It's almost like what the Blackhawks are doing with bringing some of the old guys back. Yes. Like Makita and Bobby Hall and those guys. It's pretty fun. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I just uh, – I, I'm right now, I'm going to be honest with you, I'm not even thinking about the season. I'm thinking about what coach we're going to bring in next year. 
No, oh, come on, dude. That's what I'm thinking. No, right no, now. let's think about the season. I'm going to start four, sending some emails to Jim Harbaugh right now and telling him to start considering coming to the Chicago Bears. Let's give Trustman a chance. I gave up on that chance. Um, all right, so uh, I'm what a else? little more optimistic than you are right now, Big Nick. What else do you got for NFL Bears? Well, I got the injury report. Uh, safety Dan McCray is out. Danny McCray is out with a knee injury. Non-factor. All right, Lance Briggs. It's doubtful, but I heard he's not going to play. Right, yeah, twenty-five percent chance. When they say doubtful, it's a twenty-five percent chance he's going to play. So, oh, P.S. Erlocker also is on my side. Okay, Erlocker mentioned that Cutler. Uh, the only thing he leaked about Jay Cutler is his salary. Well, and I, I clapped when I heard. They that. never get along. We know that when he got there. Yep. He okay. said he was stuck up and cocky. Well, I think a little cockiness in a quarterback is a good thing in confidence-wise, but uh, on I the, don't know. On the field. Yeah. you got to be confident not, and a little cocky. Not to your teammates. Teammates. Yeah, that's true. On the true. field against other players Against a po- opposition, yes. All you day need, long. You need that yes. aura of confidence in you. But not in the locker room when you're not playing a game. I, I agree with that. Not like yeah. when you guys you are going to the car. should be cordial with your teammates. Exactly. Right. And, and, and he, I remember, Erlacher said he was never that type of guy. He was no. always cocky, kept to himself. He, was, he always thought he was better than everybody. I don't know. So, I, think Jay, I think Jay gets a little bit unfair criticism because he's did quiet. Why that's, did the Broncos let him go? Well, Jay got a little upset when they were trying to get up. Was that? I, th- I think there was a lot more to it that they just didn't want to disclose because they knew that if they started disclosing it, that no NFL team would want him. So they what kept was it that, to themselves. That they, they were looking for another quarterback. Yep, they drafted that other guy. So he. It, it, bottom line is, I think there was more to it. These problems stemmed from the Broncos. The Broncos never made it public because they knew that if they made it public, then there was no one that would want him. And they just I don't know about nobody who want him. The guy shows a lot of talent. He was talent. He had a couple good seasons in Denver. But anyways, let me finish the thing, and then yeah. we'll go a little bit more uh, in the injury report, and then we can go a little bit more about that. John ho- Bostick I, I, is I, awful. I really hope you say Houston and uh, Allen are injured. No. But keep going. John Bostick is doubtful. He's got a back. Jordan Mills is questionable with the foot injury. And if he doesn't play, Michael Ola will take his place. Ola's which good, though. Michael Ola's been playing real good. Yes. I mean, he when he filled in, he played real well. And uh, Jordan Mills has been having a little difficulty. So maybe that foot's bothering him. Maybe Ola. We'll see what's going to happen there. That's it? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, what else we got? NFL. That's it? Well... I mean, you want to talk a little bit about the NFL in general? Look at how good the Denver Broncos are looking. Was Peyton Manning about Peyton Manning breaking the record? You know, I mean that that was a Brett Favre. That was a great record he had. And this is what I'll tell you. Um, I'm really teams to be surprised about. One, I'm surprised that the Patriots came back and they're making their records five and two. I didn't think they after what I saw them doing, and especially like you said at Kansas City. I was really shocked at at that. You know, the Jets had that game last week, and uh, they almost won. Was well, they didn't make a field goal. Was blocked, but the Jets should have won that game last week. The Patriots, like I said, they're a good team. They're a well coached team. They got a great quarterback, but they're not the Patriots of five, ten years ago. Yeah, um, Kansas City a little bit up shocked that they're they're flopping this bad. 
Yeah, they're they not. They had a good year last year. They did have a good year. They were a playoff team. Yeah, and to see them 3-3 three and three right now, a little surprised by that. But, again, that's not the end of the world for them. You want to talk about surprise? How about the uh, Seahawks? Oh, oh, okay. Hold on. All right. Dallas All right. Cowboys, I'm surprised about that they're 6-1. and one. I know, know DeMarco you, Murray's running amok on everybody, yeah, too. Yeah, you know what the Cowboys are doing? They're running the ball. Yeah, exactly. And Romo's not throwing it as much anymore. No, and when he does throw it, he's effective because yeah. the teams are playing the run. Yeah. So now his receivers are more open because they got less coverage downfield. Yeah, but Dallas, uh, surprised there for the record. I'm, I am surprised about the Detroit Lions being 5-2 and two as well, too. I didn't think that was going to happen. I didn't think they were going to be 5-2, and two, but I thought they were going to be a lot better than 7-9, and nine, the guy from Detroit called, because they're a very talented team. Team. They got a, a good line. They got a good quarterback. They got the best wide receiver in Johnson. They got Reggie Bush. Yeah, and then um, I'm a, yes, you said it. Seattle with being three and three. I'm a little surprised about that too. I thought they'd be a little bit more unbeatable this year. Um, and uh, probably my biggest surprise of the year is Arizona at five and one. The Cardinals. I yes. did not expect that from the from the Arizona Cardinals. You know who their coach is, Bruce Arians. Yeah, and he interviewed for the job here, and they're running. Uh, they're running the ball a lot. They are running the ball. Yeah, they got so, Carson Palmer, and they play great defense. That's the success. That's the way the old Bears were: defense, special teams, run the ball, control the game, win the game. You know, yeah, control the game, win the game. So NFL is. I, I mean, there's some surprises in there. How about um, the Saints struggling at two and four? Now they're they're getting old. I knew their time was coming up. I am sh- I'm shocked that the, the Falcons... I mean, some people were calling the Saints to go in the Super Bowl. No, I didn't think they were going to be no, that good yeah, either. Not me. No. Um, Atlanta 2-5, and five, I'm a little shocked about. I thought they'd be doing better than that right now. Um, no, I, I, I mean, I, f- I felt it was going to be between the 49ers and Seattle again, between one of those two teams. And, I mean, if you, if you have to break it down right now, I mean, I still think it's too early. Like, Dallas and Arizona, I really want to continue to keep seeing the season to see if they continue to play that strong. Philadelphia looks really good right now. Philadelphia is good, too. Yeah, and yeah. in the NFC, Philadelphia right now is probably my hot team. Hotter than Dallas? Yeah. I think, uh, I think, I think if, they're playing each other soon, aren't they? I, I hope they do because that's going to be a good game, and I think Philly would come out. But, I mean, and then in the AFC, um, I mean, you, you got to give it to Denver. Yeah, man, they're looking. Denver's yeah. looking great, but and I would know, not mind seeing a Philly Denver game. No, that would be good. You know, and the defense is improved of the Broncos this year. Yes, it's vastly improved. Yeah. John Elway, you know, they got Demarcus Ware. So many freaking weapons on offense. I know Demarcus oh. Ware from uh, Dallas. Yeah, I mean, he brought in some guys. Yeah, they're... he got his ninth sack, I think, yesterday. Oh, did he? Yeah. So, yeah, he's doing really good on that side. Yeah, there's there are some surprises. Uh, uh, it is a little bit more wide open, though. Like the whole NFL right now is, I mean, you do have your some teams that are 1-6 and six and 0-6 and, and stuff, but it's still sort of like a wide open team or a wide open season. Yeah, the NFL is is basically any team can almost beat any other team yeah. or any other team. Yeah. I mean, besides, it's not like the other years where you always had the two dominant teams and they would always go like 15-1 and one or whatever the case is. No, or 14 and it's more wide open and they like it this way because it draws the fans that you can have a hope that your team could beat. Yeah, more competition. Yes. Yeah, so that you don't have like the Oaklands that are 0-6 yeah. and have been like that. So, um, All right, so that's Bears. I'm hoping uh, the next time we have Bears, uh, Sammy the Bull is on a... Um, uh, extended vacation, uh, so we'll, hopefully we'll be seeing him soon. Are we going to do the picks before we go? 
for the for the week? Yes. No, nah, we didn't cover them the last time. <laughs> no, just the new picks for this week. No, we, don't, we didn't do them the last time either. <laughs> and Sammy's not here. All right, whatever. I miss Sammy. I miss him too. We want him back, and next year he'll be back. Um, yeah, we'll see him. Tour. We'll see him, and we'll go over it uh, um, then. Um, but uh, and then, uh, what else do we got? We just went over Bulls Talk, guys. So Bulls Talk is up, episode sixteen. It's on. Uh, it's on all our platforms, so you can hear us there. Um, we will be doing Wrestle Talk Radio with me, Levi, uh, and Kess Craven. Uh, that will be coming uh, tomorrow. We'll be doing uh, a show, and we'll have that up as well, too. Haven't been doing that for a while. So so who you got in tomorrow's game before we close? What game? Patriot, Bears and Patriots. It's not, not tomorrow. tomorrow sun- Sunday. Yeah, I'm picking uh, today, I, Saturday. I, I, I said bad. Patriots. You said Patriots? Yeah. All right. I'm a Bears fan, but Patriots. I will be rooting for the Bears, though. I think the Bears can maybe upset them, so I'm going to go with the Bears this time. All right. We'll see what happens. So, um all right, that's all we got right now, guys. Uh, episode 17, Bears Talk, October 24th. Again, uh, like us on Facebook at Windy City One Word, Windy City Sports Network. Follow us on Twitter at WCSN, the number three. Listen to us on SoundCloud, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, iTunes Radio. Email us at Windy City Sports Network at gmail.com. The Bears are three and four. Uh, we're going to be heading into week eight, which is midseason. Uh, I hope we at least come out as a 500 team. We'll see what happens. Uh, hopefully Cutler gets his head out of his ass and uh, Tressman uh, does as well, too. So we'll see what happens and hopefully B. Marshall sparked something up in that locker room. So uh, I'm Big Nick. This is Chicago Sports Crunch Radio on the Windy City Sports Network. We're in Studio One tonight. Uh, and then Mr. Jackman's with me as well. Go Bears. And we will be seeing you. Hopefully next week with Sammy the Bull. Uh, And uh, we'll be coming to you guys live again next week. Thank you guys again, and we'll see you guys soon.